0: Five years after arriving in Canada under Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's resettlement program, 50% of Syrian refugees are still reliant on social assistance.
1: Liberal MP and former Justice Minister David Lametti has resigned his seat and is leaving politics.
0: The United Kingdom has paused free trade deal talks with Canada. Hello Canada, it's Friday, January 26th, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Cosman Georgia. And I'm Isaac Lamoureux. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. A recent study conducted by Statistics Canada reveals concerning trends among Syrian refugees who arrived in Canada as government-assisted refugees under Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's resettlement program. The study, titled The Short-Term Labor Market Outcomes of Blended Visa Office Referred Refugees, authored by Yasmin Gur and Feng Hao, reveals that government-assisted refugees had some of the worst labor market outcomes when compared to other classes. Researchers highlighted that 42.3% of the 2014 cohort of government-assisted refugees aged 15 to 54 still relied on social assistance six years after landing in Canada. The situation worsened for subsequent cohorts with the 2015 arrivals coinciding with the liberal government's initiation of operation syrian refugee showing a 50.4 percent reliance on social assistance after five years social assistance reliance was even higher for the 2016 cohort while syrian resettlement continued with 69.5% of government-assisted refugees reporting reliance on social assistance four years after landing. Government-assisted refugees' resettlement costs are covered entirely by taxpayers compared to private sponsorship refugees whose sponsors take on the financial responsibility. So Isaac, what these statistics say to me is that the liberal government went into the Syrian refugee resettlement program with absolutely no plan for integration. There's another worrying data point in this piece that I didn't mention earlier, and that's the fact that only 56% of government-assisted refugees were directly participating in the Canadian labor market. And direct participation in this case means people who are working, looking for work, or will start work soon. How are these people able to afford to live in Canada? Living off the backs of taxpayers, of course. Now, it's understandable to me that refugees will require some assistance to get on their feet upon arriving in Canada. But to live off of social aid five or six years after you've landed and not even bother... To look for work is unacceptable it's a privilege to live in canada and that privilege comes with some basic responsibility to contribute and it makes me wonder isaac have the liberals set up a system here where it's more beneficial for people to live off of taxpayer handouts instead of becoming productive members of the workforce
1: husband well, it's interesting to me uh, as you know i attended tucker carlson in edmonton last night and he made a small mention of canada's Immigration issue as well as America's. Look, simply put, almost anything is fine in moderation, but as it stands, our immigration policy is currently our nation's number one threat, in my opinion. It, it has the power to, to destroy our country, I think. None of our systems can match the level of immigration currently facing our country, our public health system, education. I mean, the public health system has already been pushed beyond its capability and cannot meet the demands of new immigrants, let alone the country as it stands, and we're not building enough houses to match the level of people immigrating to this country. I mean, the list goes on. And look, immigrants to Canada come from all over the world, from countries with their own issues, though, admittedly, probably less self-inflicted than the issues in Canada, whose, whose federal government seems insistent on shooting themselves in the foot with almost every decision that they make. And I'm surprised that so many people still want to come to Canada in the first place. But we do know that many aren't getting what they expected when they arrive. And they end up turning around anyways, as we've clearly supported. I don't think that our current immigration policy helps either pr- prospective immigrants or Canadians, for that matter. Maybe the Liberal Party believes that the only solution to them plummeting in the polls, as we've recently seen, is to allow more and more immigration into Canada in a hope to earn votes. Cosman, do you think that the Liberals are trying to buy votes through immigration? Why else do they allow this to continue, as anyone can easily see? that our immigration policy is unsustainable and risks decimating our country.
0: Yeah, I think the liberals definitely feel entitled to the immigrant vote. I'm not so sure that it works out that way all of the time, but... uh... It's important to note that we are talking about government-sponsored refugees here and across the board the government-sponsored ones have the worst outcomes privately sponsored refugees fare much better and i think that's because private sponsors take on all the costs and not taxpayers so in a sense they are pushed into working and feel a sense of obligation to contribute because there's another person on the other end who they rely on financially, and not the abstract and distant bureaucracy that is the federal government. It's one thing to have money automatically deposited into your account by a government department, and an entirely different thing to have a sponsor who you rely on and is your benefactor giving you money. So there's definitely some level of being beholden to the government.
1: Liberal MP and former Justice Minister David Lametti has resigned his seat and is leaving politics. Lametti's departure, effective at the end of the month, underscores ongoing turmoil within the Liberal Party. Lametti was appointed Minister of Justice following Jody Wilson-Raybould's removal amid the SNC-Lavalin scandal. The MP for La Salle, Émer Verdun, said that he believes his departure will leave his constituents better served. Lametti wrote, quote, It is therefore with a certain sadness that I am leaving my dream job. I have continued to do my best to fulfill my duties as an MP. It's been a difficult time on a personal level. He wrote that in a letter that he sent to his constituents. Last summer's cabinet reshuffle led to the removal of seven ministers, including Lametti and former public service minister Marco Mendicino. Since then, five of these ministers have announced their retirement from politics. Lametti was the justice minister during the height of the pandemic and during the invocation of the Emergencies Act. His resignation was announced Two days after, the federal court deemed Trudeau's use of the Emergencies Act unreasonable and unconstitutional. Citing solicitor-client privilege, Lametti refused to disclose the legal advice he provided to the government justifying the Emergencies Act in testimony before the Public Order Emergency Commission. Trudeau will have up to six months to call a by-election to replace Lemetti. Cosman, I'm curious, do you think we'll hear more from Lametti as the Emergencies Act court proceedings continue? Will he need to justify the government's use of the unprecedented act?
0: Yeah, that's an interesting question. Usually when ministers leave or high-profile politicians step down or are given the boot, you don't hear very much from them. That's not always the case, though. We, we've seen Bill Morneau, uh, the former finance minister, speak up a little bit more as of late. So we could definitely hear more from Lamedi, uh in a more unrestrained fashion. Honestly, I, I found him stepping down was a bit surprising for me. Uh, he, here's one of the longest serving justice ministers. He held the position for four and a half years. He also oversaw some of the pieces of legislation nearest and dearest to the liberal government's heart, like Made overhaul, which, you know, included opening up assisted suicide to the mentally ill. He also pushed the ban on so-called conversion therapy and was in charge when the gun ban orders came through and also facilitated, you know, some UN laws like the Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous People.
1: Yeah, Cosman, obviously, Lamedi pushed through 13 bills during his tenure. And I'm curious, how would you rate his time as attorney general? What will his legacy be?
0: Well, Isaac, I think as far as ministers of justice go, his record won't be a good one. I mean, let's look at the fruits of his actions, rising crime, catch and release justice system, a bail system in desperate need for reform. He spent more time, in my opinion, on ideological, liberal pet projects, than he did actually addressing the difficult problems facing Canada's justice system. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code POD. The UK government announced on Thursday that it has suspended free trade negotiations with Canada due to a lack of progress on key issues. In a statement, a UK government spokesperson said that the United Kingdom is committed to negotiating trade deals that benefit the British people, and that it has the right to pause talks with any country if the negotiations are not moving forward the spokesperson added that the uk is open to resuming talks with canada in the future one of the main obstacles in the trade talks is the canadian dairy sector which is protected by a system of supply management that limits foreign competition after leaving the european union an interim agreement oversaw trade between the two countries allowing for tariff-free exports of british cheese to canada that agreement has run its course the uk and canada have been trying to negotiate a new deal to replace the previous one while the uk was still in the eu however canadian prime minister justin trudeau has vowed not to give up any more market share of the canadian dairy industry to foreign exporters after making concessions in the renegotiation of the north america free trade agreement The dairy farmers of canada a lobby group representing dairy producers has also opposed any further opening of the canadian market to british cheese saying it would harm their livelihoods and undermine their industry a spokesperson for mary eng canada's minister of international trade said that canada is disappointed that negotiations with the uk are being paused Of all the countries we could find some common ground with it would have to be the United Kingdom given our shared history. But here the Liberals are so beholden to their system of economic protectionism that we can't even progress forward on anything in a trade deal. I have to say that the foreign policy file has been the most riddled with errors Isaac and just bad calls. Will the Liberals get anything right when it comes to foreign policy?
1: Look, Cosman, when people say that Canada is becoming the laughingstock of countries on the international stage, this isn't just some off-the-cuff comment. I mean, other countries that look at our policies and see how we handle ourselves economically, despite having the opportunity to be one of the richest countries in the world if we managed our natural resources properly. I don't see why these countries would examine what we've done and have any respect for us as a country. And also, I don't know what Trudeau will do if Trump comes into power, but I can't imagine that Trump has much, if any respect for Trudeau as a leader
0: that's it for today folks make sure to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know also please keep an eye out for the alberta roundup with rachel emmanuel tomorrow thanks for tuning in don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors and if able please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news